0: I am human. The dark night of the ego. It's 4am and I just received a major download from the universe in my higher self while listening to the song Human by Seb Deliza on repeat for an hour. For the past 7 months, I've been experiencing what is known to many spiritual people as the dark night of the soul stage of awakening. However, I don't believe it's the soul that's experiencing this darkness but the ego. So from this point on, I'll be referring to the stage as the dark night of the ego. I've already made a couple of audios on this topic. You should listen to them if you haven't already. However, I'm learning more and more about it every day, somehow finding more beauty and appreciation for this dark stage with every traumatic event. I've recently listened to some of my spiritual audios that I recorded prior to entering the stage, and I see how much I've grown since then. Only now can I recognize that some of those old recordings revealed the beginning of my spiritual ego development. I'd always consider myself an open-minded, non-judgmental person, and I hated people who weren't. However, confronting my shadow self helps me see how stubborn and hypocritical I can be at times. So let me explain. I've been unemployed for almost a year and a half now, not only that, but I've dropped out of college. So, I've been spending 95% of my time alone in nature or the house. I used to get embarrassed by admitting this. I thought I was already falling behind and failing at life at the age of 20. But now I look at this experience as a stepping stone to enlightenment. This time in solitude was necessary for my spiritual growth. Like many, this busy world before the COVID pandemic kept my mind distracted but we were all forced to slow down during it. This caused many of my suppressed unpleasant emotions, traumas, and thoughts to resurface. I've been self-reflecting a lot, which has helped me recognize my unhealed wounds, toxic traits, and block chakras. Awareness is the first and one of the most important steps to improvement. However, awareness can also be quite painful. The truth hurts. Many can't handle the truth. I hardly can. The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. This quote is very true. During the blissful stage of my awakening, I spent most days meditating in the sun, manifesting, journaling every day, dancing in the moonlight to pagan music on my balcony. I went vegan. I studied more astrology and herbal medicine, got more into tarot and crystals. I felt so powerful motivated, optimistic, and free. I wanted that euphoric state to last, but like all things, it came to an end. I started questioning everything, including my own existence. The more I searched for an answer, I only found more questions. Eventually, I did find the answers to some of them, and I wasn't too thrilled about it. After learning that everything I've been taught was all a lie, I lost it. Knowing the true agendas behind things, Knowing that most things we consume on a daily basis, not just food, but the low vibrational people we surround ourselves with, social media, the news, cleaning and beauty products, music, alcohol, drugs, etc. are keeping our vibrations low and keeping us gullible. Knowing that we're all God, we are all multidimensional having a temporary human experience. We are the universe experiencing itself in human form from many diverse perspectives. These bodies are just globs of meat, shells, or avatars that were given to function in this earthly plane we call the third dimension. We all have a purpose here. We all are connected, yet so divided, restricted, and controlled by man-made things such as religion, politics, money, racism, colorism, misogyny, homophobia, etc. It's so sad to me. Noticing the spiritual subliminals in movies and shows, the truth is hidden in plain sight. It's a universal law for the elites, reptilians to show you. It's called TV programming for a reason. We've been brainwashed since birth to believe this way of living is okay and normal. Working your whole life away, being slaves to money until death. Capitalism has ruined us. Working eight plus hours, five days a week, and only getting two days to enjoy yourself, only to be so drained that you spend those days recharging instead of having enough energy to be creative or have fun depending on temporary external things such as material possessions and people to validate you and make you feel loved complete worthy and happy instead of finding those things and that peace within you already where it'll permanently be learning about the adrenochrome knowing that this matrix is run by pedos with malicious intentions the elites will do whatever it takes to stay in power seeing how Backward society is skygazing and noticing all the chemtrails, knowing how much power the sun holds and how the elites are trying to do trying so hard to cover it. Being an empath and clear sentient, feeling all of these energies all the time, knowing everything is energy and it can't be created nor destroyed but transmuted. We're all constantly giving and receiving energy. Knowing how dark, heavy, low-draining, harmful, dead energy gets passed on from the animals that are brutally treated and murdered to the humans eating it. Knowing all the health problems meat, dairy, GMOs, processed, sugary foods bring. Knowing that we're the only species that pays to live on Earth and consumes milk from another animal, yet wonder why 65% of the population is lactose intolerant. Realizing that we're all low-key depressed and unsatisfied of life, especially Gen Z. Knowing that hurt people hurt people, knowing that we're all constantly projecting, finding out that I am the star seed that volunteered to help raise the collective's consciousness during Mother Gaia's 5D ascension while also being responsible for my healing, For healing my traumas from childhood and past lives, along with breaking generational curses. Finding out about the Anunnaki. Noticing the toxicity within my family. Noticing the fluoride placed in our water and drugs and fast food. Knowing Big Pharma's agendas and how they profit off of the mental and physical illnesses that they usually cause. Seeing all of the greed, lust, and evil going on in the world learning more about the global warming and climate change, seeing all of these police brutality videos online. Although I may not have been experiencing many of these things personally, being the empath that I am, it still heavily affected me. This knowledge became so overwhelming. I became so frustrated with the world. I was angry all the time. Even on the days that I was happy, I'd still find something to be mad about and ruin it. Happy people triggered me. What is there to be happy about? We're living on a floating rock and everything you were taught was a lie, so why are you smiling? I always thought while scrolling on TikTok for endless hours, comparing myself to other people's looks, mental state, accomplishments, and lifestyles, making myself feel more insecure and forgetting that social media is an illusion, a highlight reel. People show you what they want you to see and we forget that no one's living a perfect content life. I fell into a deep spiritual depression. I couldn't understand why it was so hard for others to see things for how they truly are. I hate it here. Why are humans so stupid? I hate humans so much. We are the cause of most if not all of Earth's problems. We're harming these beautiful, innocent animals and Mother Gaia. The world would be a better place if we weren't here. I no longer have empathy for humans. I'd rather we all die than the other animals and Mother Gaia. Just like the dinosaurs, we were an experiment. This experiment has failed. Gaia should just wipe us all out and start over. Maybe she'll get it right next time. There is a charm. I remember telling my therapist numerous times during our phone sessions. Luckily for me, she had also been through a spiritual awakening, so I knew that we were divinely guided to each other. It was nice having someone to talk to about spirituality. However, there was only so much I could say due to the professional boundaries that are in place. Once that hour is up, that's it. I'll have to wait a week until the next relatable conversation. Besides, she's my therapist, not my friend. She gets paid to listen to me vent. I am very grateful for her, though. I just wish I had an actual friend with similar spiritual beliefs as me, that I could hang out and have deep, stimulating intellectual and philosophical conversations with for Ellen's hours, someone I can send relatable matrix and spiritual TikToks to, someone I can hug trees, color, paint, meditate, sun and moon gaze take barefoot nature walks and binge movies with someone that truly understands or at least tries their hardest to and vice versa. I wish I had a literal physical copy of myself honestly, but it's okay because I am a huge introvert, homebody, an Aquarius moon that pretty much enjoys spending most of my time alone anyway. Still, sometimes I do get lonely. I've always been selective of who I allow in my circle and truly value those that I do. It's hard for me to let my guard down due to fear of abandonment and judgement that stem from childhood traumas. But when I do give a friendship my all, I love hard. I care so much. I'll send random long text messages expressing how much I do to them. I've always been the therapist's motherly friend always checking up on others, being there when they need to vent, doing them favors and giving them advice along with my time and energy. Rarely was that appreciated or reciprocated. There are a few that did care enough to maintain friendships with me, but even those came to an end once I entered the dark night of the ego. Like I said, I was all, moody all the time. During this stage, it is normal to experience sharp mood swings, spiritual highs and lows. All I wanted to do was complain about this crappy matrix and how much I hated being here. Of course, these old non-spiritual friends couldn't understand what I was going through. They thought I was going crazy after being quarantined for so long. My religious friends stopped talking to me because they saw my beliefs and spiritual practices as demonic. One of my closest friends that I've also known for six years said to me one night on the phone, Ayana, if you told other people what you tell me, they'll think you're weird, crazy, and stupid. You'd be labeled a conspiracy theorist. All my life, I felt misunderstood, unheard, and different. I have developed social anxiety disorder throughout the years of other kids and even adults picking on me for being so strange and such a dreamer. People always made me feel stupid for questioning everything and wondering if there was more to life. I was constantly gaslighted and shushed. My experiences and feelings were often invalidated. I was seen as being overdramatic and soft. I became very insecure about speaking my truth and being vulnerable. The person that I thought I could trust not to judge or invalidate me did just that. Although challenging, I confronted that friend and long story short, we are no longer friends. I isolated myself from acquaintances because We both wanted to talk about different things, so there was no point. I blocked my father after realizing how much of an energy vampire, narcissist, misogynist, and emotionally immature person he is. I continued to distance myself from the rest of my family. I no longer resonated with old relationships, beliefs, habits, and hobbies. The universe was releasing all things that no longer served me. It released everyone who no longer aligned with my frequency. I barely slept, and when I did, I'd wake up at 3am every night. I barely had an appetite after learning that most affordable foods are cancerous. There was a constant ringing in my ear. My therapist was convinced that I had bipolar disorder. I had no motivation for anything. Everything seemed pointless. It got so bad that I'd go days about showering or brushing my teeth. I didn't meditate at all for half a year. There were days that I'd just stop and scan my surroundings. I'd stare at myself and not recognize the reflection in the mirror. I'd stare at my hands with a bewildered expression. I started to believe that this was all assimilation. Nothing was real. I was Truman from The Truman Show. I had dissociated for quite some time. My mom kept nagging about me getting a job, which I hated the idea of after recognizing the cons to capitalism and my life's purpose. I don't dream of working. Ever. I honestly enjoy doing nothing. Society considers people like me lazy bums. However, there is no such thing as being lazy, a bum, overdramatic, or a failure when you really think about it. We all perceive things differently, therefore causing us to experience and react to things differently. So who can determine what's the appropriate way of functioning? Being alive is a full-time job. Although I may not physically be working mentally and spiritually, I'm exhausted from all the shadow work I've done. I went literal weeks with not having any human social interactions besides the one with my mom and therapist. Even the ones with my mom were unpleasant due to arguments. She continues to project her religious beliefs onto me, although I've repeatedly told her I'm not a Christian and don't believe in Jesus, the Bible, or that God is a man in the sky anymore. She continues to ignore me and pray over me, telling me I need deliverance. I've been through a lot growing up that I won't go into depth about, but all of these things still affect me to this day never fully heal, but I'm trying to heal enough to the point that those traumas don't affect me as much anymore, that they no longer hold power over me. I'm learning how to run towards my demons instead of away from them. How to tackle them. How to find a healthy balance of all emotions, both pleasant and unpleasant. How to balance both my masculine and feminine energy. How to see the light in every dark situation. Although I physically felt alone during the stage of my awakening, my spirit guides constantly remind me that they're here protecting and guiding me by presenting synchronicities. Not a day goes by that I don't see at least three angel numbers. They give me comfort during this challenging, lonely time. Luckily, I found people with similar beliefs and experiences as me on YouTube and TikTok. During this stage, I started to notice the toxic positivity within the spiritual community. How many consider unpleasant emotions such as anger, anxiety, jealousy, and sadness as negative and low vibrational. Many on there believe depression is a choice and that it is so easy to come out of. I got annoyed with seeing posts that talked about manifesting your reality, quitting school and work and buying a van and traveling as if it's that easy. Many of the people saying that are privileged white teenagers and young adults with wealthy parents. Hearing some of them referring to racism and sexism as their low vibrational things really upsets me. Because yes, like I've mentioned, we are all spiritual beings and these are just our avatars. But let's not negate that some of us have more of an advantage than others just by how our avatar looks, which is sad. Let's not invalidate the troubles people of color, especially black people, face while we're in this body. There was a point in my journey where I started to even hate other spiritual people because their spiritual ego, internalized homophobia, racism, and misogyny was so fucking obvious. I started getting on TikTok less and less after that. This helped me remember that everyone and everything outside of myself is somewhat a reflection of the inner me. I became aware of my triggers and asked myself why I have them. Noticing the spiritual ego in others helped me see the one within myself. I subconsciously started to look down on others who weren't spiritual or woke in the same way that I was. Those who are hypersexual and sex positive. Those who still consumed meat and dairy. Those that still listen to 440 Hertz mainstream music that consists of drugs, sex, murder, and money. Those obsessed with social media. Those who trust the government and big pharma. Those still into politics. Those that continue to get into short-term relationships. Those that care about celebrity gossip, materialistic people. Those getting the COVID vaccine, extroverts all of that I started to believe I was better and smarter than them because I am more aware and the star seed which made me special in my eyes I saw myself as above most humans and I had to remind myself that no one is perfect no one is better than anyone and the smartest wisest people know that they don't know any know everything and never will I fear judgment and complain about being misunderstood. Yet I'm constantly projecting my judgment, beliefs, insecurities, suppressed unpleasant emotions, closed mindedness, and superior God complex onto others. I'm constantly calling others stupid, but I wish that people wouldn't call me stupid for my spiritual beliefs. I am calling other people energy vampires like I haven't been one before. I am calling out other people's toxic traits, but not my own. I am judging others for seeking validation and not loving themselves like I don't have people-pleasing tendencies. I am telling others to go with the flow and enjoy the journey instead of focusing on the destination, but I am the same one that's impatient and wants to abort my mission on earth and return home. I am telling others to be positive, but I am the same one whose suicidal thoughts are triggered when the slightest inconvenience occurs. I talk about how fake and superficial people are nowadays, like I wasn't like that too in the past. I can be so hypocritical at times. This stage is teaching me how to love and accept myself as well as others. Love is a choice in my eyes and choosing to love life and all the darkness, the challenges, heartbreak, traumas, harsh truths, and unpleasant emotions that come with it is fucking hard I'm not out of the stage yet, but I'm learning how to appreciate this experience more. I'm learning that it is okay not to be okay all the time. I'm learning how to not be so hard on myself. It's important to be patient with yourself during this stage and reflect on your unpleasant emotions and triggers. Allow your inner child to throw tantrums once in a while. It's a part of the healing process. Validate their feelings and repair to yourself. Your ego is not your enemy, it's trying to protect that inner child but doesn't realize it does more harm than good by doing so. Work with your ego and get to the point where it no longer overpowers your higher self. Find a healthy balance. Everyone process things differently at different pace. We're all on our own unique spiritual journey. We came here for different reasons, we all have different life lessons. Some souls didn't choose to wake up in this lifetime, and that's okay. We can't force an awakening on anyone that's not ready for one. Yes, we can show them the path, but they must walk it on their own. Things aren't happening to me, but for me. I'm fulfilling my purpose just by existing. It has nothing to do with career. I am right where I'm supposed to be at all times just because I may not understand or resonate with someone else's beliefs doesn't give me the right to judge them think I'm better or project Not everyone is gonna agree with me or you not everyone's gonna like you and that's okay people that say rude things to you reveal how insecure they are and how they feel about themselves people come and go Friends come and go, romantic relationships come and go, money comes and goes, material possessions come and go, they're all temporary and meant to teach you something. But what will always remain is yourself, so devote most time and energy towards pleasing and loving yourself, healing yourself, accepting yourself. As long as you aren't harming anyone or anything. Do what you want to do. It's your body and life. Eat what you want to eat. Fuck who you want to fuck. Do whatever makes you happy. Just know that all things come with consequences. Some are pleasant while others aren't. Your spiritual, physical, and mental health are always affected by those decisions. Although this world is shitty, I have no choice but to accept that to a certain extent because resisting only makes things harder and makes me more miserable killing myself is pointless because I'll just keep reincarnating until I reach enlightenment also if I did I'd never get to see what I'd become or the impact I'd make if I'd stayed I'd never get to experience all the brighter days and blessings yet to come so as much as it sucks Like Sabdaliza sang in her song, Human. I am flesh, bones. I am skin, soul. I am human. Nothing more than human. I am sweat, flaws. I am veins, scars. I am human. Nothing more than human right now. I just have to deal with it. The dark night of the ego is the most challenging but rewarding stage. You come out of it a stronger, wiser, happier, and more balanced version of yourself. And I just want to end this off by saying that it will get better. I know it may not seem like it but there are brighter days in store for you. And you'll look back at this stage of your life, or chapter, whatever you want to call it, and you'll be somewhat grateful for it because you see how much you've grown from that experience and how stronger it's made you. to the point where you're able to handle other things that you thought you wouldn't be able to and like I said there's light in every dark situation there's beauty in every experience even the harsh ugly ones there has to be a balance there as much as that sucks It just is. And it makes you, like I said, it makes you appreciate those happy moments a lot more. And appreciate those blessings a lot more. Because you worked for it. It wasn't just handed to you. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't hold as much value if things were just handed to you. You didn't have to work for it. You didn't have to go through hell in order to get it. So, it's the same thing with growth. With your spiritual journey, like I said, we're all on our own unique journey. Just because some people may not experience the stage, because some people don't. Or they only experience it for a short amount of time. And you are still wondering, okay, what's taking so long for me to get out of the stage? It's been several months, and I'm still upset at the world. I'm still feeling depressed. I'm still feeling this and that. It's okay. There's no rush. The more that you try to rush something, the longer you're going to just stay in that stage. Because the universe is like, are you learning anything at all? If you're trying to rush it and get over it, that means you haven't learned shit. And coming from me, a very impatient person, the universe definitely has humbled me in that sense where they're like, okay, patience is definitely one of my life lessons. And it's forcing me to be patient and just go with the flow. And if you're a control freak like myself, it's really hard to let go and just, you know, see how things pan out, go with the flow. Because we tend to fear the unknown. We fear not being in control, which usually stems from traumas, even traumas from past lives that have followed us up to this point. And so just don't give up on yourself. I know what it feels like to want to. But I promise, things will get better. Sometimes it gets worse before it gets better, but it always gets better. And all of this, you will be rewarded. You know, even if it's not in this earthly plane, if you're a starseed, whenever you return home, you will be rewarded. So, just keep shining your bright light and Existing is enough. Don't feel pressure to have to always be in control always have to be doing something. Always have to be occupied. It's okay to just sit with your thoughts. It's okay to not, you know, have any energy to get out of bed sometimes, and you just scrolling your phone all day, or, you know, you don't have any energy to eat. Right. It's okay. It's okay. You know, stop being so hard on yourself. You're 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 doing a lot. Like I said, physically it may not seem that way to others, but mentally and emotionally, spiritually, you're doing a lot, and that work is very exhausting. So of course, it's going to affect your physical health, and to the point where it's just like, especially when you, like I said. You realize that everything that you were taught was a lie. And you get to the point where you have this mentality of, oh, we're living on a floating rock. Everything is meaningless. What's the point of getting up and doing the same shit every day? Why is everything so repetitive? You get up. You shower. You keep up with your hygiene. You, you make sure that you uh, go to work. You pay bills. You eat. You sleep. You maintain a social life. And then repeat. It's like, what is the point? And sometimes I get like that too where I'm just like, bruh, what is the point? <laughs> but um, the fact that everything is meaningless makes everything meaningful. It took me a while to understand that, but now I do. Just like what I was talking about in another audio. Life's a video game. This is like the third level. Everything in a video game, in a level, has a purpose. Each thing, each setting, each character, each villain, each weapon, the medicine, the food, the conflicts, all of that has a purpose, and you're just experiencing it all, and, you know, replaying it until you finally accomplish the mission, and then you can move on to the next level, and if you look at that as a, if you compare that to our reality, it's like reaching enlightenment and eventually moving on to the next dimension. So it's a beautiful thing when you think about it, but it's also very ugly at the same time. And so finding balance is one of the hardest things to do, but, you know, it, it can't, it's possible. And when you do start to balance things out, it does make things a lot easier. So even right now with me, I'm lost. Like, yeah, I'm starting to... I'm not lost. I'm just, I feel stuck. Like, I don't know what is in store for me. And I feel like, oh, I need to watch all these tarot readings and and go to a psychic and do this and do that. So they can tell me what I need to do. But I have to remember, like, if it was that easy, the answer would have already been given to me. The universe wants me to figure shit out for myself. Yes, they can help me, they can guide me, but same with you. These things can be used to help you, to to guide you. But you still have to put in the work. You still have to just, you know, try your hardest to go with the flow. and, And stop trying to be in control all the time. Because you may plan everything out your entire life out and it's never going to be exactly the way that you planned it. That's in every situation in general. It might be better or it might be worse or, you know, just things that might throw you off for a bit. And then you have to take a while to, like, get back on track. But then you realize later on, it's like, oh, well, it's a good thing that I was thrown off track for a minute or, you know, I took it took a sharp turn. That I wasn't expecting, because if it didn't if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be where I am now. Whether that's in regards to like mentally speaking or even physically speaking, you know, when it comes to like maybe if you would have done this that day at this specific time, you probably would have gotten to a car accident or you know something horrible could have happened. But instead. Something inconvenient probably happened that day, and you were annoyed about it. But then you find out what happened if you would have done everything the same way, how you envisioned it going that day. And you're like, oh shit, I'm so glad I didn't take that same route to work that I usually take. Or thank God I didn't get on that airplane or that train at the right time. It's a good thing that I missed it by a few minutes and I was so upset about it and look what happened the universe god whatever you believe in works in mysterious ways and so it's really interesting so even with me right now I'm like bro I don't know what the fuck I'm doing I'm 21 I'm almost 21 years old I'm I'm turning 21 next month so I basically just say I'm 21 and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life (laughs) I'm so lost, and then I look at other people, you know, I, I get to that subconsciously comparing, and I'm like, uh, everyone else seems to have things figured out, and we're the same age, or they they seem more of, you know, they they seem much more mature than me, I mean, they have more experience than I do in many things when it comes to adulting, and, you know, they, they already know what they want to do in life, They're they're about to graduate college, they're you know, doing this and doing that, and look at me, look where I am right now, I'm stuck, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I feel like I'm falling behind, I'm failing, and it's like, everyone's on their own journey, Ayana. and what me, you, the same way I've been giving people advice, I really need to start taking my own advice, that's why sometimes I'll listen to some of my audios, or, uh, reread some of my journal entries and I'm like wow this is really awesome advice I need to take this sometimes I forget that it's me talking that's how I know it's either my higher self or my spirit guides Uh, I'm channeling those messages from them and like they're speaking through me to give to other people as well as myself and so I need to start taking these advice a lot more especially when I was talking about um, I had a audio, I think it's, it was something about, I think it titled it, the brain isn't fully developed until age 25, right? And so in that journal entry, I just remember explaining to people that yes, although someone else may be the same age as you, you see that they appear to be more accomplished than you are. Um, And you start to feel more like insecure about your accomplishments and feel like you're falling behind in life and you're failing and doing this and that. But you have to think you don't know what that person had to experience in order to get to where they are now. You know, all the hardships they probably encountered, you know, while they were on that path. And just because they got their blessing sooner than you or, you know, they seem like to be more accomplished, uh, you know, earlier than you are doesn't mean that you won't get there eventually one day. You know, everything is with divine timing. And even then, it's like I said, we're all on our own unique journey. So what may be the right path for them may not be the right path for you. Like I said in my writing that I just read to you. It's... Everyone's, like I said, everyone came down here for different reasons. To learn certain life lessons. Some chose to awaken and and help with this ascension, and some just chose to experience things. And, you know, learn stuff in order to get closer to the point where they can they have the emotional, the spiritual, the mental capacity in another lifetime to be able to ascend fully. Maybe it's our time now and it's not theirs yet. And that's okay because we've all been there. And even if you're like a star seed and this is like one of your first lives as a human. Um, we came down here to help out. And so we have no right to judge others. We know what the fuck we were getting into. Although it sucks, and sometimes it's hard for me to even comprehend that. Like, really, I came down here to help these people. Like, this shit sucks. It's like, well, like I'm only one person, so there's only so much that I can do. But um, just by me being aware of all of this and making these audios and writing these things down and sharing it with people and talking about it with my therapist... I'm already fulfilling my purpose. Like, I'm already on the right path, and I'm constantly being presented with synchronicities, especially, like, numbers, angel numbers, like, 177 or 117. I see that on a regular basis now. I'm like, okay, thank you for this constant assurance. I love you guys. And so in other days, sometimes I'll be having a really shitty day, and I'll see that. And I, I just <laughs> sometimes I get annoyed with my spirit guides and my higher self, and I'm like, "Fuck off!" Today is not the day. Don't do that to me. Like you're so funny. Like you're making me go through all this. You're gonna making me go through hell, and then you're gonna tell me I'm doing a great job. I like no. But then later on, I'm like, I'm sorry. I love you guys. I'm grateful. Thank you for being so supportive. You know, and I know that's just my ego. That's just the inner child in me throwing a tantrum. And that's okay. Allow yourself to do that. Allow yourself. It's okay not to be okay all the time. It's okay not to have everything figured out. I mean, you never will. It's okay to feel lost, to feel stuck. It's okay to make mistakes. Stop trying to be perfect. I'm talking to myself when I say this. Stop trying to be perfect. No one's perfect, bruh. No one's better than anyone. Why is everything such a competition? Why aren't people so competitive? Even in the spiritual community, it's like people who are, some, not all, some are just so competitive. For what? For what? to see who can reach their higher self the fastest. Um clearly you're still in your ego, sir. What is the rush? You know. So yeah, um if you made it this far in this audio, thank you for listening <laughs> to my rant. I wasn't I was going to just read my journal entry and then ended there but I don't know I just started talking after that Um, but yeah I hope you guys are having a lovely day and I know some people say that my voice is very soothing so maybe some of y'all probably fell asleep or some shit I don't know but I love you and I'm grateful for you I'm proud of you be proud of yourself you're stronger than you think you are. And if you're go- experiencing the dark of the ego, trust me, you won't be in this stage forever. You know, you won't. It may feel like that, but you won't. I promise. You just have to let shit be. Just let it be. Easier said than done, but just let it be. And when you catch yourself having, you know, um, throwing tantrums or you just catch yourself being angry and sad and, and feeling like everything is pointless just let it be just feel it feel those unpleasant emotions feel it and allow yourself to feel it you're angry say you're angry do some shit that is, will make, maybe help you feel better I don't scream in a pillow or punch it or whatever just be be in that moment feel everything in that moment write it down or make an audio about it it doesn't mean you have to send it or you know share of anyone just do it and keep on doing it until one day you start to like slowly gradually change perspective and you will be great and you will feel better like i said it's not going to happen overnight Some people are in that state of spiritual depression. They have it for like a few weeks or months. But sometimes some people stay in that stage for years. And like I said, it all comes down to how much trauma you've experienced. I feel like the more trauma that a person has, the longer they'll be in uh, that stage. Because like you have a more overactive ego and that's resisting you know that's very still really resistant and it's going to take longer for you to heal those wounds um like i said those wounds never fully heal but it gets to the point where it no longer affects you as much and that's like what's important and that can take a while so be patient with yourself be patient when it comes to healing um And yeah, love yourself, accept yourself. Easier said than done, but it can be accomplished if you put in the effort. And sometimes you don't want to put in the effort, and that's okay too. Sometimes doing nothing is putting in effort. (laughs) As weird as that may sound, but I feel like I'm just babbling on. Bye.